Hey everyone, this is Let's Get Practical with Daryl Girardier. And today we are doing part two of a three-part series about what to look for in an online giving platform. Let's do this. Welcome to Let's Get Practical. This podcast is about church communications from a practical standpoint. It's about what works and what doesn't. It's about helping you cut through all the clutter and noise and getting straight to the point. And today we're getting straight to the point and have a conversation about what to look for and an online giving platform. And this is part two of a part three series. Part one, we covered basically a framework of questions that you can ask to kind of navigate how you should decide on what online giving platform works for you. And then I kind of told you a little bit about how where we landed as a church and a, a decision that I'm really happy with. Uh, so if you want to learn all about that, check out that episode. In this episode, I want to talk about mobile giving and a lot of the claims that are out there about mobile giving and what you really need to think through when it comes to mobile mobile giving in regards to the the online giving sphere. Uh, just to recap a little bit from the previous episode, one of the things we talked about was was that you're going to find that online giving is a high pressure situation for a lot of these companies. In other words, they're going to put a lot of pressure on you to choose them. They're going to wine dine you. They're going to call. They're going to email you. You know, they're going to offer you tickets to a conference. They're going to, they're going to give you everything because they really, really, really want you to be a customer because it's a very lucrative business to be in because they're going to charge you some sort of monthly fee, maybe a yearly fee. And then on top of that, they're going to give you some sort of percentage cut of, I say, they're not going to give you Susie. They're going to take a percentage cut of your, your giving that comes in and from the offering. So it's some sort of transactional fee of some sort. So you're going to have some sort of processing fees and all that kind of stuff. So again, they can become a very, very lucrative business for these companies. So again, it can be very high pressure for you. And they're going to get, you're going to get bombarded with a truckload of feature sets of things they tell you that they can do that nobody else can do. And so I want to talk about one set of feature set that I found kind of interesting was how the feature set regarding mobile. Uh, that was the big emphasis for a lot of the companies I dealt with. It was a lot of talking about mobile. And really when it, when it was talking about mobile, there was really three feature sets that they really focus on. And all these companies had different variations, different spins on that. One of them, one of the feature sets in terms of mobile was text to give. Text to give, if you don't know, is either a standard nine-digit code or a short-digit code where you would turn around and you would type in you would type in how much you want to give, say like you type 100 and just hit a button or you say give 100 or however they've got the system set up. And then automatically, assuming you were logged in the system or they had your cell phone number in their system, then all of a sudden you would quote unquote, you've just given the church a hundred bucks. It sounds super simple. And honestly, on a certain level, it's not that simple because you have to first register as a user, register your cell phone number, put your credit card or debit card into the system. And then you can all of a sudden text to give. And so to be frank with you, I'm just, it, it, it sounds like it's a really great idea and super simple. It just requires a lot of legwork to get somebody into the system to be able to use the text to give feature. So that was the, the first feature I saw people push really hard. Companies are still pushing that hard. Uh, the other part, the other one is the mobile app. So a lot of these companies are offering for us, hey, if you go with us, you can, we'll build you out a custom mobile app when usually some sort of upcharge for the mobile app. Some companies will do it for free, which is great. And the mobile app, they'll tell you, by the way, you can also give inside the mobile app, which is technically true, technically true in the sense that you can hit a button that says give and either they are doing some sort of magic in terms of 
basically taking you to Safari or a version of Safari where you can then all of a sudden give inside the app. But the reality of it is, is you can't truly give inside the app. In other words, you can't use like Apple Pay inside the app to give to your giving because Apple would take 30% of whatever it is you're trying to do. Um, it's not too dissimilar from saying like trying to subscribe to Spotify. You know, you realize now that you can't really subscribe to Spotify inside the the uh, iPhone app. You've got to get kicked out to Safari and do it inside Safari. Why? Because Spotify doesn't want to give Apple a 30% cut. That's actually why at one point, I believe, Spotify was actually charging you like $3 more per month if you subscribed inside of the app versus going to the website. So now they just kind of pushed everybody to the website so they have to they don't deal with the quote-unquote Apple tax. So this is the 30% that Apple charges on top of, you know, the fees, if you will. It takes a 30% cut of whatever you, you put inside those fees on terms of, of an app. So they offer you some sort of mobile app and typically it's, they're going to have a whole bunch of features like it's going to be calendar sermons and they'll build like custom integration. It'll be great. But the mobile giving component of it is not really truly mobile app giving uh, because of the limitations that Apple puts on the mobile apps. And the last one, the feature set they offer you is they'll tell you they have a great mobile website. In other words, you can give online uh, via their really great mobile experience that they've really built their brow their their user experience for the phone first. So in other words, if you go to the desktop, it's not a bad experience per se, but it's definitely better designed to be on the phone versus the desktop. And so you'll log in, you can give right on your phone, very easy customer experience in terms of uh, the mobile device. So again, it's they offer you probably some sort of text to give, maybe a mobile app, and then they'll offer you the ability to have a really nice, very mobile-friendly website in terms of your giving as well. So when I looked at those three feature sets, when I looked at it for us was, I really realized that text to give it's a nice idea. I would honestly tell you, text to give for us, not that popular. In fact, I, I would say it it works, but like I don't see us like going, wow, people are just text to give. I think text to give is a little bit cumbersome to set up and then to get it going. It just honestly, I think it's a it's a great it sounds like a great feature. I don't have that many people actually just running in to use it in terms of actual really just doing a, t- a traditional like text to give as, as they portray it. The second one is the mobile app. The mobile app for me is it's a feature set they're going to offer you. And by the way, if they offer you and they have the ability to build you a custom app, that is fantastic. But don't buy into the idea that they're all of a sudden you're going to have this really true, great mobile experience, giving experience. It's going to be a beautiful integrated app experience. You're going to have some app experience, but it won't be a true, like seamless, like you're buying something on Amazon inside your, your phone. Okay. So kind of, you have to kind of keep that in mind. So, um, it's, it's, it's fine for what it is, but it's really not the feature set you should be focused on when it comes to mobile. What you really should be focused on is the third feature set. And that is what is their mobile experience like on the phone? Are they really built for mobile first? Um, our church right now, we hover around 60, 65% of people who come to our website are mobile first. And we incrementally grow by three, sometimes even 5% per year on that. So we'll, you know, next year we'll probably hit about 63 to 68% of people will be mobile. And it's going to continue to climb and climb and probably actually go up a little faster than that. So we know that for us, we're all about the mobile experience first. And when it comes to giving, that's the way you should think about your giving as well. So when we looked at onlinegiving.org, which is who we ended up going with, um, we looked at that and said, okay, they got, have a great mobile experience. Their page they've got for mobile is very easy to use. It's very quick. They can be in and out real fast. And that would just send, said to me, okay, this is someone we want to go with because they were able to do that and do that really, really well. So when you're looking at those three, those three feature sets, 
I think really honestly, just take the text to give, throw it out. Don't really worry about it. The mobile app thing is great. I wouldn't look at it as a way to get people to have people give more. It may just provide you a really good, you know, user experience and maybe some fun things you can do inside of the mobile app. Be creative with it. But for me, when you're talking about giving and what to look for in a giving platform, you really need to focus on how are they handling the actual mobile web giving experience? Because I think that's where again majority of people go. And it's it's gonna be one the area where you're going to want to really have a good understanding of what that looks like. You're going to know, can you integrate it inside of your current website? Uh, does it have to be a standalone? If it's a standalone, what's that experience look like? I say, I, you know, I walked through, I probably did a bunch of little, like little tiny, like dollar donations to our church as I was testing, constantly testing things out. Like how, what happens when I click this button? What happens when I go there? What happens if I'm on this browser? What happens on an Android device? What happens when you're on, when you're on an iPhone? I tested all, we tested all that stuff out to make sure we had a really good user experience as possible in terms of the mobile, the mobile web side of things. So when you're thinking through that, there's texting, there's the app. Again, I would focus really heavily on the mobile app experience and really dive into that and say, okay, what's that look like from using it inside Safari, Chrome, whatever device you're on, and is it the best user experience possible? Uh, cut through all the noise and really get down to that that last one, which is the mobile web experience. And I guarantee you, you do that, and you're gonna have a, your users are gonna have much better experience, and everybody's gonna be happy with you about making the decision to go to online giving and, and this whole new platform. All right, so that is part two of this series. Part three is coming up, and part three we're gonna be focusing on how do you deal with the high pressure salesman? How do you deal with the high pressure of this, I think of this sphere of church communications or, or, or in terms of giving, in terms of church administration, this is one of the things I think, I just think it's unique about online giving. I just, I've never experienced anything like this in terms of just the high pressure tactics. How do you deal with all that? How do you deal with the emails, the phone calls? It can be a bit of a overwhelming experience for somebody who's never had to deal with this before. And especially if you're not somebody with like a finance background, you know, you're not the business administrator, you're the church communicator. You know, whatever that is, we're going to talk through how do you deal with that. I'm going to talk you through how I dealt with a lot of it and some of the tactics and tools I use to kind of have to deal with all those pressure situations. So thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate us on iTunes and also subscribe as well. We would love that. Until next week, you guys take care. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Bye.